Coming up on today's edition of Locked On Eagles, as we continue to preview the Eagles' upcoming wildcard matchup in the 2021 playoffs against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, I want to get into players we're most happy for that made the postseason with the Eagles this year. And then, after Super Bowl 52, the 2018, 2019, and 2021 playoff Eagles, of those teams, which one is the strongest heading into the postseason. That's coming up next on your daily Philadelphia Eagles podcast, Locked On Eagles. You are Locked On Eagles, your daily Philadelphia Eagles podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode of Locked On Eagles is brought to you by OnlineGambling.com. We're all looking for an edge these days, especially in sports betting. And if you don't know already, OnlineGambling.com is a website dedicated to giving gamblers the edge throughout the playoffs. They're providing you with the best NFL tips, news, and more to help make your bets as informed as ever. I'm Louis DiBiase, host of your daily Philadelphia Eagles podcast. We thank you for making Lockdown Eagles your first listen each and every day, Monday through Friday. We're available on all podcast platforms, on YouTube as well, and on Twitter at LockdownBirds, at DiBiaseLOE. And my co-host Gino Camilleri is at GC24 underscore football. Gino will be back for Friday's show he was down in Houston, Texas, or Austin, I think, doing the CGS All-Star Game, running some scouting um, for a big college showcase for the NFL Draft. He'll be back for Locked On QB1 tomorrow. I sit down with David Harrison of Locked On Buccaneers for Crossover Thursday. We have a jam-packed week of shows as it's playoff week in Philadelphia for the Eagles. As I mentioned on today's show, I want to get into, um, I want to compare this Eagles team to the other two wildcard teams post Super Bowl 52, 2018, 2019, 2021, these versions of a playoff Eagles, which teams were the strongest in certain areas heading into the playoffs. We're going to get into that coming up ne uh, next, but before I do that, I want to get into first, the players were happy for the most on the Eagles because they made the postseason. Like there are a lot of reasons, obviously, to feel good about the Eagles making the playoffs this year that we've laid out on the show now for a few weeks. But there's some players specifically that I feel like we should be like extra happy for that they get to play deeper into January. One of those guys is Darius Slay, the Eagles CB1, the best cornerback they've had in a long, long time. I'm especially happy for big play Slay. And why? Because when you look at it, like when the Eagles traded for Darius Slay after the 2019 season, he was supposed to be that missing piece on defense, right? What did they not had for so long? Even when they won a championship, they won in spite of the cornerback position when it was Jalen Mills and Ronald Darby. Since Asante Samuel, they have not had a true CB1 on this football team. So what did they do? They traded for Darius, uh, Darius Slay to be that missing piece in 2020. The CB won this team hasn't had in 10 plus years. And that's exactly who he has been. And it felt good for him too, because he was finally getting out of Detroit where Matt Patricia had just blew up that football team. But the Lions, even before that, you know, they were always average. They, they were never winning playoff games. Darius Slay was stuck living in Detroit and not winning football. And then he was joining a team that was the opposite, that had just won a title and then made the playoffs three years in a row. 
And yet the minute he comes to Philadelphia, the Eagles kind of turned into the Lions. That was the worst season in a long time in 2020. That to me was more disastrous than 2015, than 2012 when Andy Reid got fired. To me, 2020 was one of the worst seasons in franchise history. And Darius Slay's coming to this team that just won a title and made the playoffs in back-to-back-to-back years, and then that's the finished product in 2020. And I'm glad that that losing did not stick for Slay. I'm glad that now he has become the best player on defense all season in a year where the Eagles were able to make the playoffs because Slay deserves it. And again, he had to deal with all of that in Detroit and then just has a an abysmal first year with this team. Not individually. I thought Slay was really good in 2020. He wasn't as good as he was this year, but he definitely held his own, but they weren't winning football games. And that's got to suck when you thought you had a certain expectation of what you were expecting um, in Philadelphia, what you thought you were coming into, I should say. And uh, it was the opposite. But it's awesome that things turned around so quickly and they, you know, they didn't trade him at the deadline as a veteran to go to another team. It's awesome to see that he was part of this turnaround. And I think I'm especially happy for Slay making the playoffs. I'm also really happy for Jason Kelsey. I still remember seeing Carson Wentz, Zach Ertz, and Kelsey outside of the link after the 2020 season finale against Washington. You know, you're thinking. That's it for all three of them in Philadelphia. And it was for Wentz. It eventually was for Ertz. But Jason Kelsey decided not to retire. He decided to still be the foundation piece of the Eagles offense. And I'm really glad that he did not finish off his career in a rebuilding year that resulted in another losing season. Like, I'm really glad that after deciding to not end it in a disastrous way like 2020 was, he comes back and they didn't just win, you know, five or six games. Like for Jason Kelsey to come back and it was worth it for him, for the Eagles to make the postseason, that's awesome. And it maybe, you know, if he decides to retire, I really hope he doesn't and hope he is part of this team moving forward and taking that next step and becoming a perennial contender in the NFC and the entire NFL. If this is it for Jason Kelsey, if they lose on Sunday or if this playoff run is it, I'm really glad you got to kind of, you know, tie that bow on top of a beautiful gift that was Jason Kelsey's career and have him kind of help transition this team into a new era of winning football. Because although it wouldn't negate anything Jason Kelsey did in his career, and again, like Slay, individually, Jason Kelsey has been incredible the last two years. But at the same time, like if he had to end it with two awful years, I'm sure there would have been a stale taste in his mouth. I mean, look at Cam Newton. And again, that's individually, but with Carolina, like the way he went out now twice with the Panthers, that definitely puts a stale taste at the end of a legendary career with a certain team. And so I'm glad Kelsey, his last memories with the Eagles um, weren't just abysmal seasons. 2020 was, but I'm glad you could kind of rewrite that in 2021 and still have him be, as I said yesterday and a few times this year, the MVP of not only the offense, but I think the entire team. And the other guy I'm happy for, Jalen Hurts. Yes, you heard that right. Louis DiBiase, host of the Lockdown Eagles podcast. He is happy for Jalen Hurts. I am. I didn't want Jalen Hurts to be the guy. You guys know this. A lot of people didn't, though. And the Eagles themselves tried multiple times to find another quarterback. He's been scrutinized since the minute he was drafted. And while the criticism of the team and the speculation of his potential was 
and still is warranted. It wasn't like Jalen Hurts asked for any of what has happened, right? And that's why I always try to preface everything that I've said with that point. Like, it isn't like he himself was causing drama. It wasn't like he decided where he wanted to be drafted, when he was drafted. I said it multiple times. Like, you can go back to the podcast, the night the Eagles took Hurts. I criticized that to death because I foresaw exactly what was going to happen I thought that could be a very significant, realistic, legitimate possibility. And it came to fruition. But I always said, even then, that night, I kept using the line, don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. It's not like Jalen Hurts asked for any of this. It's not like his, who he is as a player, as a person himself, caused any of the criticism, caused the back and forth debates, caused the scrutiny. You know, it was just what his draft selection, the presence of him, what that caused in this year, just the on and offs. It just, you know, that that's just the case of the situation, but it wasn't Jalen himself. And for him to make the playoffs in all of that, in just his second year, his first year as the starter in that kind of environment is super impressive because a lot of people would completely collapse, you know, and understandably so in that kind of environment, but he didn't. And to see him getting to play in his first playoff game in his first year as the quarterback at 23 years old, getting to play Tom Brady, who, by the way, I'm at 44. That is the biggest age gap for starting quarterbacks in a playoff matchup in NFL history. For Hurts to have this kind of opportunity, I said it, I think, on Friday, just talking about how impressive what he did this year truly was. Um, It really is. It's super impressive, and you got to be happy for him regardless of what you thought of him as a player or what you think. All right, coming up next, which playoff team since 2017 is the best? You stack up the 2018, 2019, and 2021 Eagles. Which one is the stronger team heading into the postseason? I'll get into that coming up next right here on Lockdown Eagles. And guys, today's show is sponsored by TurboTax. People think unusual circumstances mean complicated taxes, but for TurboTax live experts, it's what makes things interesting. Life changes are exciting, and they usually have tax implications. Maybe you were a full-time employee who decided to freelance, and now you need some advice on how to file as a contractor. Maybe you started driving rideshare after your 9-to-5 job. Or maybe you work in one state but live in another and you need help reporting your income. Luckily, TurboTax Live is experienced experts dedicated to answering all of your tax questions and finding every deduction for you. And you can talk to them from your phone without ever having to leave your house. That's pretty nice. And whether you got married, had kids, or changed careers, TurboTax Live experts are ready to help you with your unique tax situation and get you the best tax outcome. To TurboTax Live experts, an interesting life can mean an even greater refund. Visit TurboTax.com to learn more. You do your thing. They've got your taxes into it. TurboTax Live. All right, guys, this is Locked On Eagles. I'm Louis DiBiase, your host of your only daily Philadelphia Eagles podcast. It's playoff week. We are continuing to move forward and look ahead to this wild card matchup on Sunday against Tampa Bay. And so, you know, the Eagles now have made the playoffs in four of the last five seasons. They're just one of seven teams in the NFL that have done that. Only a few have done it in the NFC. And so, as I typically do, I like to compare the current Eagles to past Eagles. It's just one of my favorite things to do on the show. And I was thinking about it the other day. Like, I was thinking about 2018 and 2019 and how a second-half surge um, put them in the postseason unexpectedly. And when I was thinking about those three teams, a question kind of came to my head. And I put it to a poll, and I posed the question, 
which of these playoff teams, these three playoff teams post Super Bowl 52, because obviously that team is the greatest Eagles team in the history of this franchise, which of the three playoff teams after that is the best one? So the majority of you Locked On Eagles listeners out there that follow me on Twitter, at DiBiase, L-O-E, um, the majority of you think that the 2018 wildcard team was the strongest of these three playoff squads. And then 2021 finished second in the results. And then it was 2019. And it really, it truly is a tough question. Because this 2021 team is currently of the three, I would say the most consistent. I think that's fair, right? I mean, 2018, they had to go, you know, they won, what, five of their last six to get to nine and seven and be the sixth seed. They won their final three games. Um, And in 2019, they won four straight to win the division. But this team in 2021, they won 70% of the second half of their matchups. They won seven of their last 10 games, seven of nine that truly mattered to get into the postseason. So to me, they're probably the most consistent of the three. There were less highs and lows. It was pretty, I don't want to say stagnant. It was it was way more consistent with little, you know, peaks and valleys. But certainly it wasn't 2018 and 2019. It was just up, down, up, down. One week I'm talking about firing Jim Schwartz. The next I'm talking about how Nick Foles and Carson Wentz are just the most clutch players ever, right? There wasn't as much of that. And I think this actually, too, was the most consistent offense of those three. And they actually, defensive-wise, they didn't give up as many points as those teams. And they're the healthiest. So I think there's a lot of, you know, arguments to be made in favor of this 2021 team. But at the same time, I get why 2018 won the poll. Because I don't think the 2021 Eagles, I don't think this squad has the highest ceiling. Like with those other teams, I thought 2018 get to the NFC title, get to the Super Bowl. My expectations were still as high as they could be. And in 2019, with the way Carson Wentz was playing, I'm saying bring on anybody. So I don't think 2021 has that same feeling. I wouldn't be surprised if they made a run, but the expectations aren't there as much as they were with those other two teams, even though those other two teams, it was harder for them to get in than it was for this year's team. But I do think, especially 2018, that team had the highest ceiling. and. It makes sense. Like that was still the Super Bowl core. And despite all the injuries they had, they nearly made it back to the NFC title. Again, if Elchon Jeffrey catches that pass, I don't know what happens. It felt like the Eagles magic was kicking in again after that missed field goal from the Saints. And they were going to win that game. And they beat the Rams pretty bad a few weeks before. In the NFC title, they could have beat them. And the way the Patriots offense could not score in the Super Bowl, I don't know. The Eagles could have been defending back-to-back champions. That team was on fire. Everybody. Nick Foles, Alshon Jeffrey was so good in the clutch. So was Zach Ertz. Nelson Aguilar had heated up. Um, The offensive line was as good as it is now. Fletcher Cox in 2018 down the stretch, the best I've ever seen him play. Michael Bennett was great. Chris Long, Malcolm Jenkins, Jordan Hicks got healthy. Nigel Bradham was so good down the stretch. That trio of young corners were playing the best football they ever have. Razul Douglas, Avante Maddox, and Craven LeBlanc. So I think 2018 was the best team of the three. I think ceiling-wise, and I think just proven ability, that team, I'll always think about it as a, as a what-if squad. Like, what if they could have pulled that off? It is a super fascinating season to me, and it was very stressful, but it was super interesting. And then 2019, you know, that was the worst roster, and they had too many holes to overcome. So that's why I agree with them probably being third, but they definitely had the best quarterback. 
late 2019 Carson Wentz to me was better than late 2018 Nick Foles and late 2021 Jalen Hurts. All three heated up and helped get this team to the playoffs, but there was something different about Carson Wentz in those final four games. He was not to be denied, and that was despite throwing the football to Deontay Burnett and Robert Davis and Joshua Perkins and Boston Scott, Greg Ward. I mean, the fact that that was his supporting cast and he still had 10 touchdowns to one interception in all of December, winning four straight games the way he did to win the division. So 2019, the one advantage they have for sure, or at least one of them, was that they had the best player at the most important position. So that's the one advantage 2019 had, but there was just too many other holes to overcome. Whereas like if these three teams faced each other, uh, the 2019 Eagles I don't think would fare as well. One thing all three teams did have, though, and it's part of why they can consistently make runs, even despite a lot of tough adversity, they all had elite offensive lines. Even in 2019, one thing Carson Wentz still did have was Brandon Brooks up front and Lane Johnson and Jason Kelsey and Jason Peters and Isaac Sayamalu. And so that's one benefit all three teams have had. I want to get into the positional advantages, though, of those teams coming up next. Let's get into it. This is Locked on Eagles. Guys, today's show is sponsored by GetUpside. It's an incredible app that everybody who buys gas needs to know about. My listeners are making up to $0.25 cents for every gallon of gas every time they fill up. Just download the free GetUpside app in the App Store or Google Play right now and use the promo code TOUCHDOWN and get a bonus $0.25 cents per gallon on your first fill-up that's up to $0.50 cents in cash back. Don't pay full price of the pump anymore. Cash or I should say gas prices right now are outrageous. Get cash back using GetUpside. Just download the app for free and use the promo code TOUCHDOWN to get up to $0.50 cents per gallon in cash back on your first tank. Some people who drive a lot are making as much as two to $300 a month in cash back, and there's no catch. The money gets added right to your account. You can cash out anytime to your bank account, PayPal, or any gift card for Amazon and other brands. Again, download the free GetUpside app and use the promo code TOUCHDOWN. Guys, today's show is also sponsored by OnlineGambling.com. We're all looking for an edge these days, and I'd like to thank Online Gambling for sponsoring today's podcast. If you don't already know, OnlineGambling.com is a website dedicated to giving gamblers the edge. Throughout the playoffs, they're providing you with the best NFL tips, news, and more to help make your bets as informed as ever. They give gamblers the edge by providing the best and most trusted experience online all day, every day, inspiring every gambler in the world to beat the odds. Don't make emotional decisions with your hard-earned dollars. Make informed decisions with information sourced by experts at OnlineGambling.com. Head over to the website because they're on a mission to be the world's most empowering gaming and betting site, giving gamblers the edge by providing the best and most trusted experience online all day, every day. Make sure you visit OnlineGambling.com slash NFL, all the latest gambling news and tips you could ever need to get you the edge throughout the playoffs, reside at OnlineGambling.com. All right, guys, this is Lockdown Eagles. I'm Louis DiBiase, your host for the day. We thank you for making Lockdown Eagles your first listen each and every day. On today's show, we're talking about players we're most happy for that made the playoffs on the birds this year. And we're also comparing the last three playoff teams against each other, the 2018 Eagles, the 2019 Eagles, and the 2021 Eagles. I think I agree with listeners. If I had to pick one team, that was the strongest, I would say 2018. I think 2021, this team is the most consistent. I think that 2018 roster had the highest ceiling. What about positional advantages? Like when you look at comparing those three teams, who had the best uh, advantage at each, position, at each position group? 
it actually went for me a three-way tie. Three advantages for 2018, three advantages for 2019, and three advantages for 2021. To me, a quarterback, as I said, 2019 Carson Wentz was the best of the three. So I think 2019 had the advantage at quarterback. At running back, Miles Sanders heated up in 2019. So did Boston Scott. Um, 2018, it was bad. It was Wendell Smallwood, Darren Sproles, Josh Adams, disaster. Uh, This year, there's no topping this year's squad with Sanders, Howard, Scott, Gainwell. 2021 definitely has the advantage at running back. Receiver, Devontae Smith to me is the best of all of them. But 2018's trio of Alshon Jeffrey, who was so good down the stretch, Nelson Aguilar was too, and Golden Tate made some big plays down the stretch uh, against the Bears. He had the game-winning touchdown in the wild card round. He made some big plays uh, in New Orleans. Jordan Matthews as well. They were the deepest and I think the most proven. So 2018 had the advantage there. At tight end, it was 2019. Um, Zach Ertz and Dallas Goddard carried that pass production. And uh, I think that was when both were still, you know, when it comes to Goddard's the best he's ever been now, Ertz was the best he's ever been in 2018. But you combine those two in 2019 with how good they were, uh, that would be the advantage. And then the offensive line, it's tough because all three were elite units. I would say 2021. This year, there's no topping this line. On defense, the defensive line of 2018 is the best. I mean, like I said, Fletcher Cox, I've never seen him as good as he was that season. Chris Long, too, was better in 2018 than he was in 2017. Michael Bennett was so good inside and out. Uh, That defensive line. And Timmy Jernigan came back and played some good football down the stretch. People forget because Jernigan was hurt for most of that year, but he played some solid football on the first two downs, giving the Eagles an edge pass rush-wise on the interior. Linebacker, advantage again, 2018. Jordan Hicks got healthy. Nigel Bradham got hot. Those two together were so good, and the Eagles have missed them ever since, for sure, at this position. And then cornerback and safety, I'd say corner is obvious, 2021 with Darius Slay, as good as Razul Douglas was in 2018, and the same with Maddox and LeBlanc. I think Slay and Maddox this year, there's no top in that. And then safety, I would say 2019 with Jenkins and McLeod. So it actually was an even three-way tie, three advantages for 2018, three advantages for 2019, and three advantages for 2021. But I would give the go-ahead 2018, I think, as the best playoff team in a post-Super Bowl 52 world. All right, guys, that's going to do it for your daily Philadelphia Eagles podcast, Locked on Eagles. Thanks for making Locked on Eagles your first listen each and every day. Subscribe to the show wherever you get it on all platforms. It's available. We're available on YouTube as well, Monday through Friday, and on Twitter at Locked on Birds, at LOE, and at GC24 underscore football. As always, thank you for downloading. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching, and let's go Birds.